time has passed It's gone by too fast Who'd have guessed That we'd end up here But I'm glad you're here Good morning, I'm so glad you're here This is Kassar and Lean Happy Friday Happy Earth Day So excited to be here as your host on Lift Your Spirits Radio Which comes to you every Friday that was my amazing son, musician Dean Foster, who's attending Berkeley College of Music in Boston. So again, my name's Kasara, and after overcoming all kinds of health challenges naturally and helping thousands of clients over the past 30 years, I continue to provide valuable natural health options so you too can make the best choices for your life. My background is in herbology, naturopathy, psychology, energy work, and meditation. And you can learn more about me and what I do at www.truehealth.com. That's T-R-U-Health.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today is Earth Day, like I mentioned, Earth Day 2022. And we're fortunate to have a friend of mine today, Lillian Taylor. Are you there, Lillian? I am. Good morning, Kasara. Good morning. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Good. It's been a while since we uh, connected. We used to work together. Yes, yes. And I've, I've returned to IBM. I'm in Dallas in training. And so glad I could connect. I wanted to be in the studio with you today. but <laughs> Yeah, well, it doesn't always work out. But luckily, we have this amazing technology <laughs> available to us. <laughs> yeah. So you, you brought mm-hmm. some friends with you today. Yes, I did. So I brought the vice chair of my nonprofit organization, EmptyBox.Global, Parks Holt. And then we have a very special guest, Alan Trotner, who is actually one of the co-founders of Earth Day. That's wonderful. Green to Gold, and they're helping us get our nonprofit off the ground. Great. So um, first, Lillian, let's talk a little bit about you. Let's give a little background on on, uh, you so people get to know who you are. Um. Sure. I am. I, I am. I've been in technology sales for a very long time. I used to be an analyst and I, and I got into sales, but I've always kind of had this entrepreneurial um, inclination. I think I got it from my grandmother. She, she used to have um, some, some businesses in Cuba many, many years ago. And, um, and, and, and I, I wanted to start a new business, and I, I didn't want to do what I, what I did the last couple of times where I kind of gave up my career and, and went into business, um, and, but I also wanted to give back. So this time I decided I wanted to go nonprofit, and I, I kind of saw a need mm-hmm. that wasn't being feel, filled. So um, I reached out to my network. I'm on LinkedIn if anybody wants to find me <laughs> and, right. um, and pulled together some fabulous resources from all over the world. And um, we're kind of watching it all take shape and, and it's, it's been exciting. That's amazing when you can take something, have an idea and make it from scratch, you know, just create it. Excuse me. So next we have Parks. Parks, why don't you tell a little bit about yourself as well? Yes, sure. Uh, thanks so much for having uh, me on the show this morning, Sarah. Appreciate sure. it. Uh, so, yeah, a little about me. I have uh, a similar uh, trail, believe it or not, to Lillian. Um, I actually have uh, been invested in a sales career for about uh, 24 years now. 
Um, worked for a lot of different Fortune 500 companies uh, throughout my tenure, and uh, spent the last uh, five years or so uh, in uh, go-to-market strategies and uh, SaaS uh, environment. So I currently am working with a company that that helps uh, brands globally uh, to help them improve the interaction between their brand and their customer base. Mm-hmm. So, so I enjoy that quite a bit. I love being in front of people and, and helping people. Um, and uh, But throughout the time of my sales, I, I've also had an, an entrepreneurial niche or itch. And uh, that actually started back in uh, 2005 um, while I was, uh, I think it was in the banking industry at that time. I believe I was a senior credit analyst. And uh I was uh, I was introduced to someone of a, a very large organization that was all about helping people start businesses, and so it was interesting to me. I said, like, "Hey, what would that be like to you know to have my own gig?" And you know, and so I I, I looked into it, and next thing you know, I'd flown out to L.A. a few times and and made a, a bunch of connections, and uh, and just you know, like any other entrepreneur, you you start off and you don't know everything there is to know, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> so so I, I learned the hard way, uh, you know, after a few years, you know, I had to, I found myself back into the work world because I, I simply just didn't have enough uh, working capital to really get things off the ground. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe speed forward 15, you know, 12, 15 years later, uh, a little bit more wise, a little more experience. And uh, so I, I started uh, in becking upon a trail to becoming a, a motivational speaker. And uh, so I, you know, I, I had gotten some interest in being a coach and so I became a certified life coach and, you know, just really had this thing about just helping people and being a, a support system for, uh, for, for those who may, you know, are trying to do something mm-hmm. uh, with their lives and, and go somewhere. So, so I had some success with that. And uh, even I've actually had my own radio podcast show myself uh, ran for a few years. So, so it was a great experience and, and I loved it. And uh, but I really found a, a really nice uh, home here in the uh, SaaS industry uh, in technology and, and realizing how fast technology is changing over. Um, you know, just looking for technology affects all businesses in, in some capacity. And so I've, I've, I've found a love for that. Uh, so that's a, a, a little bit about me and where I've been. Um, as far as uh, empty box. I am the uh, vice chair, and I've actually been on a couple of uh, boards uh, throughout uh, my uh, the career. Uh, one for uh, a training uh, in the training industry, and then uh, one in a religious setting. And so now I found myself here with empty box, and uh, extremely passionate about you know what our organization is about, and looking forward to. Uh, it being uh, lifted off the ground and doing some great things on the planet. Great, great. And then we have Alan. So Alan, yes, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for uh, being here today. I really appreciate it. It's it's my pleasure, especially all of you uh, that have espoused your entrepreneurial uh, uh, bent. It's kind of interesting. I'm an inventor, an entrepreneur, a professor of environment and energy, but the most important thing I think that uh, Lily pointed out is that I was involved in helping found the original Earth Day that we celebrate uh, this very day. We're doing a major event globally in the stream and it's at our headquarters in California. 
And uh, it's anyone that's interested in that can go to earthstockexpo.com and they can see the program. It's streamed, it's free. And we have incredible people from the UN, the Pope's climate stuff, uh, experts, solutionaries, we call them. We're all about solutions to the problems of the planet and human civilization and interaction with our spaceship Earth. So I'm excited to be, we're kicking off this morning with your broadcast, and I'm thrilled to see that happen. Then I'm going to go over there, and we're going to run our event for two full days uh, across the country, across the globe, in trying to show that there are many, many entrepreneurial, inventive, philosophical, regenerative solutions that are available to cure the ills of the planet and climate change and uh, what civilization is facing, especially now. You know, we thought we had a problem with the pandemic, which, which actually clobbered our 50th anniversary in 2020 mm -hmm. and That's right. uh, everything was shut down and it was sad we were going to have hundreds of thousands of people and the theme was take action and so we're kind of doing a redo uh take action is the theme again and uh who knew that the pandemic would still be with us and the horrific unprecedented war in europe again uh, that never nobody ever thought would yes. happen and the world's attention yes. on it and the destruction and pollution and human life and uh, wildlife and, and agriculture you know people don't understand what war does aside from murdering our own species you know mm -hmm. how horrible it is so uh, we're trying to show some positive optimistic solutions on uh, this take action earth day can you remind the listeners for the, the website you were just talking about please yeah, for, for this Earth Day, our event is Earthstock. You remember Woodstock? Yes. Earth, EarthstockExpo.com. Perfect. And you'll see the links for all the streams and everything else and uh, the agendas and what we're doing for these two days, some of it live, although with a small audience uh, compared to what we had planned in 2020. And uh, that's uh, physically with us. But the rest of it is from around the planet and uh, with videos and presentations and we have uh, entertainment and indigenous people and all kinds mm. of cool stuff happening. So I think, and it's all about, you know, regenerative solutions are not just about technology invention, the planet policies mm -hmm. and stuff like that. It's also about health and well-being and, and uh, nutrition and what we do with our pets and everything else. And we're trying to cover it this time on uh, Earth Day. Great. Thank you. Thank you for repeating that. So tell us more about Earth Day. Tell us how that all got started. <laughs> wow. What, <laughs> I know you've story. told the story a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've never heard that question before. You know? <laughs> uh, it, it turns out that uh, I was in the 60s, one of the most incredible decades, if, if you're not at that era, that ever was in modern U.S. history, world history. We, there were so many protests and movements about the anti-Vietnam War and nuclear uh, weapons and uh, civil rights. I, I marched with Martin Luther King Jr. And I mean, I was in high school and we were getting our dose of being idealistic and trying to change the world. Mm -hmm. And along comes 1969 and three significant things happen. First of all, mankind's crowning achievement of science and invention technology, we go to the moon and, and come back. And an amazing uh, achievement for us. And, and to see, we look back and saw the Earth, spaceship Earth 
our home that we celebrate today and have been ever since the original Earth Day. And if you're living on this planet, you should literally, you know, appreciate and celebrate that each day, Earth Day. And that picture of this blue, green, white, cloud-covered, ocean-based planet uh, was remarkable, one of the most important uh, photographs in history. And it told us where we are, what we are in this uh, in incredible infinite universe. On that same year, Woodstock took place. And it, it was this amazing event about, you know, free everything and, and music. And it was just pretty incredible. Then they were, uh, the other thing that happened, which caused me to get involved, is there was a, a Union Oil uh, platform, oil producing platform in the Santa Barbara Channel that blew out. And it flooded mm. all the wonderful beaches of Santa Barbara. Oh, no. And it was, and, and it was what people call the starting of the modern environmental movement. And I kind of went there to volunteer and stood in ankle deep, smelly, horrible, gooey oil and watched fish and birds and other wildlife dying all around me. And I broke down crying and said, that's it. We got to do something about all this. So along comes Senator Gaylord Nelson, who was a conservationist senator, loved him, and a couple other people and some organizations. And what happened is that they decided to do what was off, what was happening in the 60s were a lot of teach-ins on college, they called them. He said, why don't we do a teach-in about the environment and pollution and all the problems and everything? And they decided to do it on April 22nd in the spring near Easter and Passover and all that. And uh, that's what happened. And I was in charge of what we did in Los Angeles and, uh, and was part of the whole original group that was putting this all together. And there were other places, Denver. One of my good friends was also doing Denver on that Earth Day. And then, of course, the big event was in Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. You know, in Congress, in front of Congress. And so the big deal is that without what we enjoy nowadays, you know, social media and the Internet and cell phones and computers, without any of that, just broadcast radio, broadcast TV, we have 20 million uh, U.S. citizens turn out one-fifth the U.S. population at that time, and it caused that year, even in a Republican administration, Richard Nixon, the creation of the United States Environmental Protection Agency, the Clean Air Act, the Clean Water Act, tons of other stuff to protect uh, the environment that was now replicated around the world. Almost every country has something mm -hmm. um, that has to do with environmental protection, and uh, now Earth Day has become the largest civic event on this planet, a couple billion people every year, more than 120 countries, and here we are. And so the plant, uh, this planting of the seed that we did back then has grown to be, I have interns that are masters in sustainability. I would never have imagined that in environmental sciences and technology, and I'm just, it makes me so warm inside. I glow like E.T., the heart, you know, and I think, I think about everybody mm -hmm. that's changing the world. And, and we, and part of that, the final part of that story is on Earth Day, I created a, a nonprofit organization called the Environmental Education Group, a pioneering group that caused school modules to be created. Mm -hmm. and, and also what we're talking about today, Green to Gold, the first impact, they didn't even talk about impact impact uh, 
incubator ever globally and uh, now the longest existing continuously operating incubator of all kinds apparently that I can find uh, 52 years uh, helping inventors and entrepreneurs just like Lillian and, and uh, Park. We're doing that for both for-profit entities, uh, inventors, innovators, entrepreneurs, uh, and small businesses and nonprofits. We're an anomaly on the planet that we incubate now more than 200 socially and environmentally responsible uh, nonprofits that connect with these inventors and entrepreneurs synergistic. It's beautiful. And I'm in the, in the center of an eye of, of incredible creativity of green caring people that are helping this planet. And, and we're very proud of that. Then the United Nations Conference on the Human Environment that was held uh, triggered by Earth Day in, in Stockholm in 1972, the first time that the whole world came together from nations. And we met all these other NGOs and they had me do a whole series of wall charts uh, on technology, the biosphere, and I have this artistic and science background. So I did that. And, and uh, one of the famous posters that I did is uh, turned out to be this uh, uh, poster of, everybody knows Rodan, right? Remember the sculpture that's thinking like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when he's sitting on the, and um, what I did was I put the planet earth as we had seen it from the NASA picture in space and I put Rodan on it, but he was a sculpt, he was a, a skeleton. His flesh was gone and on his forehead of his skull, it said pollution, starvation, war the thinker, too late, the doer. It still echoes today. It actually got, yeah. got into a museum of political art. I was thrilled about it. And we sold hundreds and hundreds of thousands of them. And it was, I never imagined. I was just expressing myself <laughs> idealistically. Right. And it's still right. important today. It's still important. Right. So how can people get a hold of you, Alan, to participate if you can provide uh, some uh, a website or? A... Absolutely. If you're an idea person and you want to start like Lillian and Parks have done their nonprofit, uh, or you want to do it, be an event, an entrepreneur, whatever, a small business, if you care about doing contributing with your own creativity, go to green with the number two, green to gold, green and gold.org. Okay. Nonprofit. And Maybe. you will find out how we help people. And, and continuously do so around the world. We have 100,000 members. You know, I've been on Oprah, Good Morning America, CNN, 5,000 workshops I've done traveling around the planet. And we're here to help uh, foster and push you forward to make a big difference on this planet. We've got to have a green economy that's global, inclusive, that will change the world renewably powered. That's one of the major solutions that everybody is pushing for now that's involved with us, the UN, uh, small, the uh, Sustainable Development Goals. We've got to do this because, you know, <laughs> Al Gore, who I worked with during the 1990s when he was vice president, and I once interviewed him on my radio program, you know, he said basically the sky is falling and that's what's happening <laughs> with climate change. Right. And it's, it's at a pace that nobody expected. Pieces of the Antarctic, you know, are melting and jumping off and uh, it's just, we've got to do it. And bless her heart, Greta, you know, rallying hundreds of millions of young people and others around the world about climate and challenging the powers to be to do something instead of talk about it. So it's kind of important to make a difference, take action. That's our theme. Great. Thank you. 
So I want to remind the listeners, too, that there is a free e-waste recycling day in Mill Creek. Uh, this uh, it's Sunday, May 8th, where you can take your computers and laptops and so forth and get them recycled. And that's sponsored by Kiwanis of Mill Creek. So I wanted to let everybody know that. You're listening to True Health with Kassara Deline on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back with more from Alan Tratner, one of the founders of Earth Day, and my friend Lillian Taylor to talk more about her new venture. Inside my head that recites the things you always said. There's so many things. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. So are you ready to have a major breakthrough in your life? Marlo Williams. A certified life coach and TLT practitioner transforms lives, moving her clients from apathy to happiness, from stress to balance, from uncertainty to total confidence and more. Marla will help you identify the one breakthrough point you can change to live life in more harmony with your true self. It is life-changing. Sign up for a complimentary session at MarlaWilliams.net and experience the magic of moving from stuckness into a life you love. Mark your calendars for the 2022 Northwest Green Home Tour on two Saturdays, May 7th and 14th. The tour is a free hybrid tour, a mix of virtual and live sites. This is a free opportunity to see firsthand the many ways that environmentally conscious design and construction can benefit not only the planet as a whole, but your local community, your family, and you. This year's tour features green building approaches that can put more money in your pocket by lowering your energy costs or even eliminating them altogether. They will show you remodels, new builds, backyard cottages, single-family residences, co-housing, and condos. The homes on the tour boast a variety of green building certifications, passive house, build green, and net zero. To RSVP for your free tickets, visit nwgreenhometour.org for the schedule and more details. That's nwgreenhometour.org. You found us. Maybe you've been guided to listen. Alternative Talk 1150. Thank you for joining us this morning. You're listening to True Health with Kassar Deline on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Today, we're talking with my friend Lillian Taylor and Alan Tratner, one of the founders of Earth Day and Parks Holt. So uh, Lillian, tell me about Empty Box. Sure, sure. So Empty Box, then it's emptybox.global is the website. Um, What we aim to do is to reduce the impact of the cardboard box industry on our collective global resources. So um, by promoting reuse rather than recycle, Um, and giving people one place to go to, to either donate or pick up boxes to ship, store, pack, move, et cetera. So um, this all came about, I was um, 
I had taken during the pandemic, like a nighttime job at a big box store because I was mm-hmm. really lonely working from home all day. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see people. Yeah. And, um, I was selling moving boxes during the day, which was awful because I didn't fit the cart and I would never scan. But at night, I would take the empty stock boxes and put it in this giant compactor that would bail them up. And then those would get shipped off. Well, I did a little research into this and um, those bales, it requires a lot of water and energy and such to actually turn them into pulp and put them back into cardboard. And then they get shipped off to the cardboard box manufacturers and they get shipped again. So there's a lot of CO2 emissions and a lot of energy Mm -hmm. consumption in that process. And I had a friend at the time who was moving and she'd gone to like multiple websites, like, you know, next door offer up Craigslist looking for boxes to move with Mm -hmm. and going to grocery stores, et cetera. And it was like, there, there should be a better way to do this. Like there's so many boxes and I had moved and I had brand new moving boxes and was moving again. And there was no recycling where I was at. And I was like, this is so wasteful. Yeah. And then pandemic everybody's ordering things online more things are being home delivered so instead of like a box of coffee mugs going to the store 12 of them you have 12 boxes going to everybody's home yeah Um, that's true everybody (laughs) has their online purchases stack of boxes as well so that's the concept so we have two methods we're working on one is a community reuse station So it's a stand where you can drop off or pick up boxes and then you can go to our website and when you use the station, you scan a QR code, it takes a picture of the station that gets uploaded to the website so you can look ahead of time and see how many boxes are there if it's too full to drop off your boxes. Um, And then phase two where we don't have the community reuse stations, it'll, it, you'll be able to post that you have boxes for free or you need boxes and you can connect via the app. Um, so that's this concept. I know there are so many environmental issues out there, but I love what Alan said about solutionary, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because it's like, here's something we can solve. There's boxes can be recycled up to seven, seven times. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it, those bales used to be sold. The largest consumer of them was China because cardboard is made of OCC, old corrugated cardboard, and um, virgin fiber, which comes from tree farms. Mm-hmm. Um, and China lacks the natural resources for virgin fiber, so those bales were going to China. In 2017, they stopped purchasing them. They banned U.S. bales because there are too many contaminants. Mm-hmm. And so the price for them fell out. And so a lot of them were just going into landfills. So there's a lot of emissions from that if, they, if they're not properly disposed as, as they decompose. So it's, oh. there's a lot of environmental impact there. Um, and the tree farms, while we're not clear cutting anymore, there's still a lot of disruption to wildlife is what we found out in our research. So there's just so much disruption to our environment to turn a box into a box. <laughs> You know, yeah, we can reuse it. They can be reused several times. They can be used to store for several years. I know my mom used to wrap them in shelf paper and make little container, you know, really pretty little containers for them. You know, there's just so many other uses um, to upcycle and and reuse that Uh there's no need to go through that resource intensive recycle process. Okay. 
So Parks, uh, what is your involvement with Empty Box? Yes, so uh, as mentioned earlier, um, I'm uh, vice chairing uh, for the organization. So uh, before I get to that, I just wanted to kind of piggyback on something that, that William sure. was talking about as far as the corrugated uh, cardboard boxes. You know, a lot of people don't know that this the, it's only really been around just in the last couple hundred years. Uh, I think uh, back in like, it's actually almost to the year 1817, I believe was the first like corrugated cardboard box that was actually came into existence. And then it actually didn't come to America until almost about 20 plus years later. So you think about what, where it's been and what we've been doing with, with these boxes, you know, in the last couple hundred years. And, and you figure, you know, even though there's a good 70% of, of cardboard boxes being recycled today, there's still a 30%, you know, outage out there of what, what's happening with these boxes, where, where are they going? And, and, and so, you know, this organization really caught my interest because there, there's not a lot happening on that front of, of reuse. And, you know, you can go on YouTube and, and you, you know, Google 20 different ways to reuse, reuse cardboard boxes now, but, right. but there's still, a, there is a plenty of room. There's such a, a big uh, gap in space and opportunity to, to, to be creative and, 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 and finding ways to, to, to reuse the cardboard in, in, in a different way that, that impacts the planet in a more positive uh, offset. Um, I'm really in charge of, you know, finding like that, you know, ways of uh, forming committees and, and, and working on special projects uh, to, to undergird the, you know, the initiatives that we have here. Um, you know, finding uh, whether it's finding volunteers or, 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 or you know, hosts uh, for our reuse stations, which I'm super excited about. Can't wait to really get those up and going. Um, and, you know, we and, I, you know, I look for people that, you know, have a, you know, you know, that have like a background in, in, in nonprofits, uh, you know, fundraising initiatives. Uh, ways to, to to finance and 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 create outreach teams to find those hosts, and so you know there's a number of ways that we can actually you know really lift the agenda, um, and you know and we do try to do that by reaching out to different local businesses, uh, other uh, community areas uh, where these reuse stations can actually uh, you know be be very convenient and 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 be used there. Uh, and so, you know, when you think about it, you go into the grocery store, uh, I know I, I, if, if you're me, I, I've, I've moved several times in my life <laughs> and I remember how hard it was to find like cardboard boxes to, to, to pack up and, and go and, you know, going to like three, four, five different places before I found something, you know, whether it was a Costco right. or, you know, or, you know, so, you know, somebody that I knew that I knew would have cardboard boxes there, but, you know, we're getting, would it, it be great if we could bring the, the accessibility and the availability of, of, of cardboard uh, box reuse uh, to the community, you know, in a more seamless way where you're just going about your day. And, mm -hmm. and you know you're not having to go out of your way to you know to to accomplish you know those tasks, so so that that's kind of the area where I play in uh, with Empty Box uh, Global, and you know we're and we're really looking for people who are really passionate you know about the environment you know and and looking for ways to 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 get rid of and lessen that that the needless you know waste of cardboard. So how can people participate? I mean, should they be looking for this in the store or? Um... 
We're just going to start first. Um, we have our first prototype, and we had um, a retractable box cutter on there, and we decided there was too much liability with that, so we designed a way to break down the boxes that hooks to the the stand. So our second prototype is on the way. Um, we want 100 reuse stations out. So if they have a location where we can place it, it just needs to be covered. It's about the size of the, maybe an oversized bike rack. Okay. Um, we would put it. And... Um, and we're looking for hosts. If there's no charge for hosts, there's no charge for um, users. We don't want a cost barrier in the way of that reuse. Right. Um, <clears throat> we do want, you can sponsor a reuse station if you'd like. Um, so you're, you can advertise your business. If you're putting it in front of your business, that drives traffic to your store. Right. So we are looking for those. Um, we're looking for donors who could help with some of the marketing expense and development expense. Um, <clears throat> so hosts, users, sponsors, and donors. Um, so we have all of that on our website, emptybox.global. But if you can't do that, um, we are also on Amazon Smile. So if you go to smile.amazon.com, you can choose empty box as your donation. So I think it's like 0.5% of whatever your purchase right. will help us out. Um, so all those boxes that you're getting, <laughs> you know, you can do that. But we do want to maintain it to where it's free for the users. I, I've seen some places where you can buy and sell used cardboard boxes, but we just don't want that pay barrier to be in the way of doing something that's good for the planet. So people, so you're looking for uh, business owners that will allow you to place the, the stands, it sounds like. Yeah, and then municipalities, apartments, dorms, those uh, are all good places too. Food banks great. are good. Food banks, yeah. Yeah, apartments, that's good. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and then uh, people should start looking for these or maybe start asking, right? You can ask, hey, how come you don't have an empty box facility here yet? <laughs> Right? Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, we hope to have our goal is to have 100 out by the end of the year. We just got all our 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 pricing to, to have those manufactured. Um, mm -hmm. And so we're putting that out and starting to look at grants and donors to have them built. But we do have we have a prototype. It's on the website. You can take a look at it. Um, and it is community maintained. So you can before you drive around store to store, you can pull it up on the website and see the last person used it, how they left it, how many boxes are in there. Oh, wow. Um, so popping off or picking up. So, yeah, it's really easy. That's kind of the technology part of me. <laughs> <laughs> so you scan the QR code, it prompts you to take a picture and that gets uploaded to the website. So oh, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> Very inventive. Great. Uh, anything else you want to uh, tell listeners about uh, the process or the boxes? What kind of boxes are you looking for? Is there a particular type or size or? Well, um, clean um, you want to make sure that you remove your personal information off the boxes. So your shipping labels, you just kind of put through them with a, a Sharpie or, um, or remove them. Um, so clean, reusable, sturdy, um, preferably not um, the slick ones. Um, those, those are a little more difficult. Uh -huh. But, um, you know, where they have a lot of graphics on them because they may not be able to be reused. Um, we... It, they do need to be broken down. So some of the like insulated ones you have from meal kits, we're not prepared for those yet. Um, 
but that's something that we can look at down the line. Um, it, we are, you know, this is a, a, a team effort. So we're always looking for volunteers, especially for outreach. If you can make phone calls, you know, that would be great. Um, you can reach out to myself for parks. We're both on LinkedIn um, and, um, you know, help us out with that. That would be great because we both work full-time. So everybody's kind of volunteering and has a full-time job. So eventually, you know, we'll have our, our own staff, but right now we're just doing what we can um, to help the planet. That's great. That's great. This sounds like a, a, a really nice venture because everybody needs boxes at some point. <laughs> at some point, somebody yeah. at some point, you have to move, yeah. pack, or store. Or, or shipping, yeah. or yeah, there's all kinds of reasons to have boxes. I know I use them a lot for, for shipping things. So, um, great. Well, this is Kassara Lane from True Health, and you can reach me at truehealth.com. And you're listening to True Health with Kassara Nalene on Lift Your Spirits Radio. And we'll be speaking more with Lillian Taylor and Parks Holt from Empty Box Global. Too fast. Who'd have guessed that we'd end up here? The BEPC Expo is back. It's the largest metaphysical fair in Washington. And now, gathering for two full days. They're bigger and better than ever with three times the speakers, more than 100 readers, healers, and spiritual product vendors, delicious food trucks, great community, and so much more. Here's the place to pick up your favorite gems, receive intuitive advice, experience alternative healing, and find new clothing, jewelry, and handmade items sourced locally and globally. Mark your calendars May 21st and 22nd for the BEPC Expo at Kent Commons, 4th and James in Kent. Free admission and parking. There will be prizes given away all day. Join them Saturday 9 to 6 and Sunday 10 to 5. Again, that's May 21st and 22nd. For more details, visit BEPCweb.org. That's BEPCweb.org. Are your medical expenses increasing, but your health is not improving? True Health offers unique services where Kasara empowers clients with intuition, education, and proven resources. Better choices can be made when information is available. Now's the time to visit truehealth.com. That's T-R-U health.com. And schedule your appointment to achieve your health goals. Your body will thank you. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Talk radio for the heart and soul. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to True Health by Kassar Deline on Lift Your Spirits Radio. And we have Lillian Taylor and Parks Holt from EmptyBox.Global and Alan Tratner from Earth Day. So, Alan, um, 
tell us about EarthCoin. You had mentioned EarthCoin in the previous segment. Yes, EarthCoin is the most magnificent thing to happen to us in our 52 years of existence. An institution that's famous for NFTs uh, that are for musicians and artists and creative individuals, it, it pretty remarkable, they're called legend. And they have something called Yoshi Drops, Y-O-S-H-I drops.com. And they created with me the last few months, after about a year of talking about it, an earth coin. It, it is absolutely magnificent. And it has uh, dimensions to it. And it has one of my, the most famous quotes that influenced me when I was a kid that was from uh, our UN ambassador, uh, Adlai Stevenson, about Spaceship Earth. And a remarkable, remarkable quote that they had me read. And then we're going to have some world-class musicians adding music to it. But they're dropping it and making it available today. And it's been available for a little while, a few days. And it's going to be a, a source for us in our tax-exempt nonprofit to be able to raise capital that will go into a situation to actually help the nonprofits and the for-profits and ourselves that uh, we incubate and that we foster and facilitate and support, just like Empty Box. And so that means it's a democratization, kind of like equity crowdfunding, the Obama Jobs Act, that everyone in the world can be an investor. You don't have to be you know, wealthy and rich in Wall Street. You can be accredited, unaccredited. And that means every, the every person can have this revolution of investing and contributing or supporting those ventures and entities that are making great change, that are doing positive change. So we want everyone to take advantage of the earth coin. And, and then we're gonna do a DAO, which allows people to even vote on the kinds of projects that we're offering, that we're helping and, and majority could rule in many ways uh, so that the funds will go and you can actually participate then in feeling proud that you're making that kind of a difference. Just like consumers, what they do with their spend expenditures every day is a chance to make mm -hmm. an impact for the environment, for humanity, for poverty and anti-crime and the whole situation uh, by what you buy. And that's why the smarter consumers get about buying green products, supporting uh, technologies, enterprises, nonprofits that are having that kind of an impact. You can vote with your dollar in your pocketbook or your purse or whatever, or your credit card. <laughs> but, but in this case, the earth coin, I think, is so magnificent as a concept. And it's on the, um, the uh, web that is the greenest of all. Otherwise, I would have never done it. That is the lowest, uh, getting to zero carbon and all that, uh, which is just incredible, the way the platform for this type of Bitcoin, the earth coin. So, so I encourage anybody, go to yoshidrops.com and take a look at it. And you'll see the history of it, what it's going to do, and you can purchase them. Wonderful. And they have the, by the way, they still have the same value that NFTs do and that you've been hearing about. You know, they can be traded and sold and all kinds of beautiful things. And they can be mementos and maybe have a big value in the near future that this happened for Earth Day. The Earth coin was launched to help the world. Pretty cool. So they just go to yoshidrops.com and then they'll see information on the EarthCoin there. Yeah, what it's about and how to buy it right there. And uh, it's very exciting. And if you're an artist or a musician, your son's 
yeah. do this. You should get to Yoshi Drops because they are really expanding and, the, and those NFTs can make, you know, support what you're doing and help what nonprofits are doing. And uh, it's kind of interesting. I just got exposed to that last year about uh, in a 90 minute interview about Earth Day and they looked at all my posters and everything behind me and said, by the way, on the air, those are <laughs> NFTs. We could really do stuff to support you. And they did it. You know, That's later. awesome. Right now, you, uh, your organization also helps other nonprofits, correct? Yeah, we've, we've got uh, 100, more than 200 right now, just like Lillian, uh, that are the nonprofits that we incubate and support and go after grants and sponsors and corporate support and uh, governmental support. We do that. That's why our incubator is like... The for everybody, the opportunity to take their ideas and make a mission that will have impact and carry it out successfully. We do it in an entrepreneurial way for even the nonprofits. It's important that we've learned that in 52 years of incubation and having a top flight accelerator connected to us that uh, is a vertical accelerator, horizontal accelerator. So we have a one-two punch that can help these nonprofits uh, and uh, thrive. It doesn't do any good to have a great dream and a great mission to have a change in the world if you don't succeed. And we want to see the entrepreneurial flavor happen in the nonprofits so that they will flourish and, and have their impact be long lived and uh, grow and be global in nature. And, and that's my intention and has been from the very beginning. It happened to us. We're a living example of that uh, environmental education group and green to gold.org. Uh, so we're doing, we're infusing that knowledge and that skill and those resources into nonprofits. Is there any parameters around nonprofits that you're specifically looking for? Uh, we have two restrictions. It always okay. has been from day one. No, we don't help weapons of mass destruction or medical quackery okay. go elsewhere. But everything else is open. The, every, it's wide open. Uh, again, animals and pets and agriculture and nutrition and well-being and, and even cannabis and hemp and medicines and all that kind of stuff. And then everything that's environmental, green, sustainable, resilient, uh, the insurance industry that has already attributed more than a trillion dollars of climate-related mm -hmm. all these disasters, you know, the record temperatures and snowfalls and rainfalls and fires and droughts and hurricanes and, you know, go through the whole thing. They wanted, they got adopted my transition initiative. They call it the, the National Transition Initiative. And it's about sustainability and resilience is to make all of our facilities, all of our businesses, all of our homes, all of everything that we do to be more sustainable and resilient. And that will reduce all these terrible risks of these disasters. And hopefully because of climate change being mitigated, it'll reduce the disasters themselves that are happening. Right, right. That's great. No, I've got some friends that are setting up sustainable communities in the area and some others that are trying to uh, create museums and things like that. So I'm going to, I'll have people contact you. <laughs> yeah, we want, we want to help. The only restriction is we don't want to have help weapons or medical quackery. Otherwise, wide open to anybody. Listen, I think what they're doing at Empty Box is pretty incredible. It's a, an attention to a kind of a sore spot in the recycling chain and, and this whole thing of ups, up use and reuse is a really beautiful thing. You know, we, they have, they call it the circularity movement and zero waste. I, mean, I think yes. this is 
really beautiful. That's why I'm thrilled that they joined us and I can help uh, both Parks and Lillian and their team. Yeah, I know. I think about it. It's like now when I see people, they want to move or get boxes and they have to go buy boxes, which are so expensive. And if they could reuse them, it not only is much less expensive, but it helps the planet out. So yeah, there's, there's, there's so many company, benefits. By the way, there's a company we incubated called Move Green in California, and they're spreading and it was a collegiate put put it together and they planted a bunch of trees every time you moved with them and they were using green trucks you know biodiesel power oh wow but i was just thinking that they're a source for empty box the yeah. boxes that they help with shipping so make a note of that uh lillian <laughs> remind me about our own incubee uh which is move green that's move great that's great so lillian um can you remind our listeners again how to get a hold of empty box yeah, so our website is emptybox, all one word, emptybox.global. It's not .com or .org. I couldn't afford those. <laughs> it's <laughs> .global. And I liked it because it is a global issue, and I do have a global team. So, um, so emptybox.global, and um, they can reach us, reach us there. Um, there's, and there's, you can actually, my cell phone number's on the website. Just text me ahead of time. <laughs> so people can actually people can actually connect with you and figure out and uh so they can participate in one way or the other right exactly or they can reach out on linkedin um you can find me there i'm just lillian taylor in seattle and um those those are there and lillian at emptybox.global and that's um those are the ways you can reach me and okay. don't forget about smile amazon smile amazon smile because it doesn't take any extra effort doesn't cost you anything and it helps helps the the organization kind of take care of all those boxes someday we'll have an, a reuse station by every locker <laughs> you know? that'd be great yeah i'm familiar with amazon style i used that when i was uh i was a pta president at the high school and and we had that hooked up so that every purchase you made of amazon the you know pennies went to uh to the school and it all adds up if everybody does it right so right exactly yeah. And then Parks, uh, how can people reach you if they have questions? Yes, sure. Uh, you can actually reach me uh, on my uh, email address, procoach, the number eight, at Gmail. That's the easiest way to reach me. Okay. Uh, respond pretty quickly there. Or you can reach out to me directly. Um, I'm at 302 724 zero one six three and uh again appreciate you reaching out and helping us with this endeavor and uh you know we can always use uh folks there's plenty of areas and opportunities where we could use help and so you reach out to me and i'm sure that we can find a spot for you and we appreciate it very much great and alan just a reminder how can people get a more about Earthway. Can you put, remind the listeners the um, the website for today? They can listen to again, please. Yes, uh, Earthway today and tomorrow. The big event that we're doing globally is Earthstock, like Woodstock, EarthstockExpo.com, and you will see the agenda and how to get the free streams and work with us for the two days. And if you have great green ideas, get a hold of me at GreenToGold.org. GreenToGold.org, and then also, can you remind listeners on the Earth Coin again, please? 
Yeah, Earth Earthcoin Yoshi Y O S H I Yoshi Drops D R O P S dot com. Wonderful. Great. Well, thank you so much, Lillian Park Parks and Alan, for joining me today. Um, let's see. I wanted to remind listeners that there's a free e waste recycling day Sunday, May eighth, in Mill Creek um, from ten to two. That's Mill Creek City Hall North. Uh, you can reach out to me if you want more uh, information on that. I'm at truehealth.com. That's T-R-U-Health.com. You're listening to True Health by Kassara on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Thank you so much for joining us this month, and we hope to see you again next month. And I'm leaving you with more music from my son, musician Dean Foster. Suddenly, time has passed. It's gone by too fast. Would have guessed that we'd end up here, but I'm glad you're here. Endlessly, there's a voice inside my head that recites the things you always said.
it's all worthwhile to me it's all